Hello, Internet, and welcome back to Antiheroes Anonymous, or welcome for the first time, if it's your first time joining us. I'm Ethan, and I'm the Dungeon Master for this 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons show. Hi, I'm Nick. I play Embers, the Tabaxi Monk. Hi, I'm Kay. I play Elwyn, the Elvish Druid. Hi, I'm Melissa, and I play Tepin Swayzaker, and she's a pixie bard. Hi, I'm Zach, and I play Vert, the Changeling Artificer. Hi, I'm Will. I play Hakan, the Halfling Cleric. Previously on Antiheroes Anonymous, a blizzard, uh, this intense, unseasonable, wintry weather, uh, forced the Silver Seekers to take refuge near a settlement called Twin Towns. Um, at a bar, you know, sort of outside of the towns, a cleric named Hakan Anvilhart helped them stave off bounty hunters looking for Prince Vertinor. But the larger problem was the strange, cold, undead monsters that were menacing the towns. A circle of flame around the church in the center of the valley acted as a trap to keep the creatures confined each night, but the seekers accidentally set it off early when they uh, arrived and investigated the church. Following the uh, footprints they found at the side of the church back to uh, the town Rhymestrand, one of the aforementioned twin towns, um, Albert Coldlake, the new mayor of that town, offered them, or ordered them, he didn't offer, um, them to aid in the town's defense. When Elwyn then demanded to see his mother, uh, a situation that was already very tense uh, turned sour and uh, they may have reached a boiling point. So I'm going to immediately drag you guys back over to the map of the Dwarven stronghold you find yourselves in. Um, I've grayed out some of the areas again, since uh, you can't see them. You guys find yourselves basically in a long dining room where presumably uh, dwarves kind of come uh, in and out throughout the day, taking their meals here, um, you know, during breaks from their jobs or, or whatever. Um, you were brought here to have a discussion with Albrecht. Um, things have obviously gone uh, poorly when Elwyn asked to uh, speak to his mother, who you know is currently sitting in a, well, at least according to Murdoch, is currently sitting in a jail cell across the hallway, um, guarded by, I think he said, uh, two strange hounds. Um, there are a few other dwarves in the room. Uh, each of them seem to be watching Albrecht for orders. And there are, there is also uh, the elephant in the room, which is uh, the large oversized uh, wolf with this like snow white fur 
that has uh, been keeping Albrick uh, company this entire time. So um, at the end of last episode, uh, Elwyn demanded to see Albrick's mother and Albrick basically stood up, uh, put his hands down on the table and said, I think that can be arranged. Um, and then he turns to the wolf and says, Zal, unconscious, not dead. And let's roll initiative. Oops. Uh, I need to restart the encounter because for some reason it auto-filled the numbers. Cool. There we go. Um, how did Embers do? 20. 20. That's nice. Uh, Elwyn? Also 20. Beautiful. Tuppence? Sorry. Um, I got distracted. Tuppence is 14. 14. Uh, Vert? Nine. Nine. Nice to see that someone's not fast. Uh, and Hakan? I got a 12. 12. Okay. Um, luckily, your opponents are all pretty slow. So um, the encounter builder has put Elwyn above Embers, which I think is incorrect. But um, do you guys care if we go with it just so I don't lose track of things? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Okay. Um, I don't want to go first, but okay. <laughs> well, uh, I'll, I'll go first case, then if you, if you don't yeah. want to go first. Uh, in that case, just when we come back around, I'll just put Elwyn, you know, back in, in her spot. But um, Embers, you can go first if you want. All right. Um, for my action, I am going to spend two key points to do quickened healing because I came into this fight a little bruised up. I get four HP back. Sorry, uh, not sorry. <laughs> not at full, but not as bad as it was. Um, and then since I spent a key point, I can go over and punch Albrecht once. Does a dirty 20 hit? Oh, yeah. Um, however, I will say as you punch at him, mm -hmm. you find that your fist collides first with a sort of magical layer of defense. There's this kind of shimmer as you punch him. Mm -hmm. It seems like he does have some magical defense, but it's not enough to stop the force of your, your fist. Nice. Uh, so that'll be uh, nine bludgeoning damage. Well, all right. Uh, he, it, he recoils from that. Like you can see you've thrown his shoulder backward as... Mm -hmm. um, you do that, but then he just kind of looks at you with a, um, like a fierce growl. Mm -hmm. Anything else for your turn? Um, no, I think Ember's just sets herself there. Okay. Uh, then it is Elwyn. Okay. Awesome. Um, so there's a bunch of people in the room with us. Cool. I did not think about this at all. I did not expect <laughs> to be going first. Uh, let's see here. Uh, you know what? I'm going to throw my hands up and I'm going to say, if you want to throw me in prison, Mr. Mayor, please go right ahead. I'm not going to fight you. I'm not going to stoop to your level. Okay. Uh, do you want to make a 
some sort of charisma check. Um, I'll let you pick. <laughs> I, I would guess persuasion, but up to yeah. you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's, that's all right. That's a 14. Um, okay. Uh, he looks at you and then looks to uh, the dwarven guards who are nearby and just gives them a nod. Okay. Uh, I'll hold my hands out to them, like, ready to be manacled or something, like, just smiling. Okay. Tuppence. Okay, so Tippence is going to look at Albrecht, who has been a real jerk sure this has. whole time. And she's going to say, when your god put teeth in your mouth, he ruined a perfectly good asshole. Tuppence <laughs> is vicious. Wow. Uh, is that a, he's got to make a save, right? That's a vicious yep. mockery. Yep, yep. And it is a wisdom save. Okay. Uh, 14. 14 meets the oh. DC rats. Okay, so he oh. passes. Rats. Does he still get damage, right? Or is Vicious Mockery? No, it's a cantrip. That's oh, too bad. Uh, he looks totally unfazed by that. Um, well, I feel better anyway. He's just kind of, you can tell he's like single-mindedly focused on his anger at Elwyn at the moment. Um, his wolf then hops up on the table in front of him uh, and will bite out at, oh, uh, it hops up on the table. Uh, and as it does so, basically throughout the course of its leap and by the time its paws hit the ground, you see these like spikes and barbs beginning to grow out of its skin uh, and kind of uh, begin to cover its body. And it just gets up on this table and it bears its teeth at embers. <laughs> uh, and I will roll an attack. Let's see. Boop, 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 boop. Uh, it's going to do the bite attack against you. Uh, so that's 18 to hit. Ah, that's amazing. Okay. Um, I'm going to actually roll the damage. Uh, so that is 10 points of damage as it bites onto you. Okay. Um, and it will sort of continue its movement forward a little bit um, so that it can get within reach of Tuppence and it will make two claw attacks at, at her, I think. Oh, man. I never get to attack Tuppence. Um, so one of them is a 20 total, and the other one is a 13. Get it. Sorry, one hit, one miss. One hit, one miss, okay. Um, so a little bit less damaging. So it's only six points of slashing, or yeah, slashing damage from the claw. Um, next on the initiative list are the uh, dwarves. So this one here is going to come 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Well, they're dwarves, so actually that's all the speed he has. Um, basically comes up next to Elwyn and um, pulls like a set of manacles off his belt um, and begins to make as if to uh, start manacling her. Um, <laughs> 
Is anyone else showing signs as if they're going to surrender, or is pretty much everyone like drawing weapons and stuff? Uh, I'm about to talk on my turn, so I'm not drawing a weapon or surrendering. I'm trying to like, you know, convince them of something. Okay. Uh, in that case, uh, this one, the one, uh, the sort of lieutenant uh, of Albrecht's, who you've seen with the red beard, uh, kind of comes up behind uh, Hakon, drawing a uh, scimitar as he comes. Um, and will hold an action. Uh, similarly, um, these other ones around the room basically reach into the, the folds of their robes. They're all wearing these big furs and things like that and pull out these white wolf masks, which they don, and then their hands begin to light up with flame as every dwarf in here holds an action. Um, then it's a con. Huh. I I don't think we can necessarily take all these guys. This is pretty scary. Um I think a con would probably not take out his weapon. Or he would uh hold back a little bit and just kind of wait for uh Rook to speak. Um he's not showing any uh type of like offensive or anything. Okay. So I'll probably just hold or uh, wait for a reaction or something. Uh, you can in help that me. Case... <laughs> I want to make things worse. Oh no, help me like persuade them. Oh yeah, I guess. I think, yeah, I mean, you could use that as your action because your lack of offensive um, guidance stance at the moment would convey I guess you have that. to touch him though for guidance. Yeah, help is better. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, I I can give you like guidance or something. You'd have to yeah, you'd have to get closer to him, but can I just like leap over the table? <laughs> I mean you can give uh, or, a slap or you on can the back? Uh, I'm saying you can give help from here by like not being not taking an offensive stance. Oh yeah, the help action. Yeah. Right. What what is the help action? Just... So it would give him advantage. Oh yeah, we could do that. Um Albrecht's turn comes around. And he looks to the wolf and the dwarves in the room and says, Brotor, Zal, come get me when they're in the cells, one way or another. And he disengages and walks out the room. Oh, my God. Well, that doesn't help. Uh, and you think you hear a click from the other side as it locks. Okay, so he's not even there anymore. Oh, that, that sucks. Um... Cool. Then it is Vert's turn. Well, my turn's ruined. Uh, let's see. What do I do now? Hmm. Attack. Yeah, Get a I guess. A little better so. initiative. Yeah, not much I can do about that. Uh, let's see. Sure. I guess if he doesn't want to reason with us, then I probably will attack. So that's the next best option, I think. Um. Yeah, so I guess I will. Huh. This is unfortunate. I'll probably just Thunder Gauntlet something. 
can't do that. Yep, all right. So I guess I will I take a lot of hits, I think, but that's okay. All right, I'll walk over to the one, <laughs> I guess that's uh, next to Owen, and I'll punch him. <laughs> <laughs> the one who's getting the manacles ready? Yeah, I don't think uh, so, buddy. <laughs> All right, as you're doing that, uh, the ones that have their uh, yeah. hands lit with flames, uh, which are this one here across the table from you, mm -hmm. uh, this one here at the corner of the table, uh, and this one here at the other corner, uh, are all going to throw flame. Uh, and then Brotor here is going to slash with the scimitar at Hakon. Uh, so I'll make those attacks really quick. Um, so one will be against Tuppence, one will be against Rook, and one will be against Elwyn for the flames. Here comes Tuppence. Uh, I literally am seven. the one who surrendered. Why I are they know. attacking me? Your, your friends are attacking, though. It's only a seven to hit Tuppence. Here comes Elwyn, a 13. 13 is my armor class. OK, so that's one hit. Uh, and then who did I say for Bitch. the third one? Oh. Rook, right. Uh, oh. 15, which yes. I think is a miss. So Did you say it's a fire hit. attack? Yes. I can use absorb elements. Nice. You as can. a reaction. I'm going to do it. OK. Uh, so you would have taken five fire damage. You'll take two instead. Right. You can take five. Um, and then the one who slashes with the scimitar against Takan gets, wow, OK, the one guy who rolls well, a 22 to hit. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he does six points of slashing damage with that scimitar. All right. Uh, I'm going to use Wrath of the Storm for a reaction. OK. Uh, he has to uh, succeed on a dex saving throw, 13 or higher. Uh, that's a big failure. Yep. OK. He takes seven lightning damage. Um, yeah, you watch as the lightning leaps from you and just crackles over this guy's body. Uh, and he does not look happy with that. He winces in pain as he takes that damage. And how much damage did he do to me? Six? Six, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Then uh, back to Vert's turn. Sorry, that all interrupted. Yep. No, I was ready for that. All right, I guess I'm going to do my attack now. Um... Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, 16 plus is 22 to hit. Um, yes, hits. And that is, oh, that's really good. That's 10 thunder damage. Is your intent to kill or knock this guy no, out? knock out. OK. Uh, he crumples to the ground unconscious after that. OK. Give him a big bonk on the head. And then um, for my bonus action, uh, Sultem's going to fly up to the ceiling, and he's going to fire <laughs> his force bolt at uh, let's just say this one to the right. Okay. And that is a, oh, that's probably going to hit. That's a 24 to hit. That's also a hit. Okay. And then he does, it's what, three plus, uh, I don't have his thing open. Three plus something. It's, I think it's like, mm, sorry, I didn't have it ready. Uh, well, um, I'll I spoil can... it. Yeah. Um, all of these regular-looking guys are minions. So, oh, okay. so does Sultem kill, or nope, is nope. Sultem knocking out? Okay. All my damage is going to be non-lethal. So. Okay. so there's two guys now uh, knocked out unconscious on the floor. Okay. 
Uh, cool. And then, is that, uh, that the end of your turn? Yes, sorry. Then we're back to Elwyn. Great. Um, I have a very important question. Sure. Uh, this wolf you told me last time was not quite natural. Right. Do I get the sense that there's like, like what type of or what manner of creature is it still considered a beast or would it be like fae or something like that? I recall you rolled a pretty good nature check. I think you did. Um, I'll yeah. give you that. It's, it's, you don't think it's a beast, but it is, you don't know what it is. If it's an aberration, a celestial elemental fae, fiend, or undead in that it, genre, it could be. You don't know. That would be helpful. Is there anything I can do to figure that out in the moment or? Uh, it would probably take an action, I think. Oh, and it'd be okay. like an arcana check, probably. Um, yeah. Okay, so I will use my bonus action. Um, and I will cast Healing Word on Embers. Because um, she's looking pretty dicey. Sure is. Just as, at a first level um, for now. My D4s are in my other bag. Okay, well, that missed the tower. Hold on. Same number. Um, so you get five HP back because I rolled a freaking one. Apologies. Um, worse. Could be worse. At least it's something. And then I'll use my action to make a check to see if I can determine the nature of this, this wolf. Okay. Go ahead and make that check. You said it's Arcana or, yeah. or Nature? Um... I would give you nature at disadvantage or arcana straight roll. And then I'll just do arcana straight roll. Oh, that's pretty good. That's an 18. 18. Okay. Um, hold on a second. Based on what you know, uh, you know that it's not a beast, so it's definitely something magical. You don't think it's it, like it, it's too real to be a construct. Um, there's no draconic qualities to it, so probably not a dragon. Um, it could be fae, it could be a fiend, it could be a monstrosity. Uh, probably it, it doesn't seem undead to you at all. There's nothing particularly... Um, you know, undead about it that you can see. Um, let's see. I mean, it could be a celestial, but it'd be a weird celestial. Probably not a news. Yeah, definitely <laughs> not, probably a news. not a news. <laughs> uh huh. Also, probably not a plant. Not a news is good news. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'll take it. Um, and then, yeah, if we have the two dwarves on our side of the room are uh, gone. They're snoozing. Yeah, I think one, two, three, four, five, six. I think I'm gonna just start heading back this way. Backing up a little bit. 
All right. Far away from the wolf. Yeah, hadn't well they uh Murdoch said the door to the prison was over here, right? Oh, it's um these ones over here. Oh, Sorry. it's these. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. So I'm just The entrances to this room, I guess I can point them out to you are here and here. Okay. Um All right, good to This know. one over here is the one that Albrick went through. Okay. In that case, I don't want to go that way. I think I'll just back up maybe to here for now. I'll look good. Okay. Uh, embers. Okay. Um, I think I'm gonna spend a key point, do three attacks against Val. If I can get anything good here, these are pretty good attacks. Lowest one's a 21 to hit. Uh, yeah, all of those will hit. Nice. And I will deal. Um, twenty-three uh, bludgeoning damage overall. Okay. Um, you furiously punch into this wolf, um, and like I don't, I'm not saying that it has no effect, but it's like this thing is tough. Like when you punch the, it doesn't have the physicality of like. A normal wolf. When you punch it, it's it's harder. It's stronger. Um, yeah, you think you're doing. You think it's resisting the damage from your punches. Well, I got something I can do about that, but not right, not this turn. Uh, okay. Anything else from members? Nope. Um, I'm just trying to make sure it's barbed. Yeah. Okay. So it's barbed hide. It does not affect it when you attack. So you're good there. Uh, Tuppence. Tuppence is going to look at the wolf and think he is one weird creature. And she's going to get out her pen flute and cast a spell magic on it. Spell magic. Interesting. Uh, also, I can't see Tuppence on the map. I'm right that, above the wolf. I think it's probably a you problem. You might, might just have, have to refresh. Reload. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a you problem, Zach. <laughs> that was weird wording. I'm sorry. The spell magic. Uh, I have to think for a second about how that affects this thing. Well, it says choose a creature, object, or magical effect within range. <laughs> Hold on. Just gonna just gonna Google something real quick. <laughs> Yay! Are wolves magical? Tell us Google. <laughs> I mean, this this wolf is clearly magical. Uh... It's it's not often used. Stop the DM. Okay. No, no, um, an animal or a vehicle? <laughs> I hate to say it, but it doesn't seem like that has any effect on this creature. Oh, and a good spell. When you guys know what's going on, we can debate it, and you can get mad at me later. <laughs> All right, bringing my calf. Okay, so then um, Teppens will fly. Um, I think on the other back on the other side of Embers. It will about. swipe a claw at you as you go. Uh, but it's a miss with only a eight to hit. 
then it is this creature's turn. And it's going to continue with the targets that it has, I think. It kind of goes around to the corner of the table and positions itself uh, because it's a big creature. It is like, um, I mean, it's not 10 feet tall, but it's like, you know, almost as tall as embers, despite being like a wolf. Um, and so it is going to reach up and swipe at Tuppence um, twice and then make uh, the bite against embers again. Uh, the bite against embers is a, a big miss at a nine to hit. And then the two against Tuppence are much better. Uh, 23 and a 17. Two hits, poo. Okay. Um, you know what? I am just going to start taking average damage instead of rolling. Uh, so that's 12 uh, slashing damage total. Uh-oh. Uh, and it kind of, as it after it does that, it turns to the rest of you and just... <laughs> growls across the room at you. Um, then it is Yon Cultist's turn. Uh, with their creepy wolf masks still donned, um, uh, this one at the corner of the table is going to run over to aid Brotor, uh, the ginger-bearded dwarf, and then this one across the table is going to throw fire at Soltem. Uh, so the fire against Soltem is a 15 Soltem. to hit. Uh, let me look at his stats. Uh, to hit. That's okay. uh, then uh, Soltem will take. Wow, I didn't expect to hit with this fire. Their bonus with the fire is not good. Um, that's not the right stat block. There we go. Uh, two points of fire damage. Oh, okay. Uh, and then the ones who will make scimitar attacks against Hakan. One, uh, <laughs> two natural ones. Two hey. natural ones. Nice. <laughs> um, Hakan, what does it look like when both of these two like come at you with scimitars and both miss? Uh, I think Hakan would just be standing there like ready, and then they just both just like right next to me and I'll just like look at both of them like what the heck are you guys doing I want uh, you guys to hit me Bargerin in your head goes you know I, I know I'm supposed to support dwarves and you know want the best for them but <laughs> these two kind of suck yeah they, these guys suck <laughs> I, I was going to use level 3 spell on them I don't <laughs> think I'm going to do that anymore <laughs> um, I think that's all the attack for attacks for them right yeah uh, then it's a con's turn Okay, I, I think he'll just chuckle a little bit. Uh, and then I will attack Brotor uh, with Inflict Wounds. Nice. So I get a plus five. I got an eight, which is probably bad, but I have Inspiration. Oh, yeah, you do. Uh, I got a 19. A 19 hits. Um, you can see that Brotor is slightly better armored than the rest of the uh, people here, but that still gets through. Sweet. Uh, and I'll do it at uh, I'll do it at second level. So that is 40 10. Oh my god, that's so much damage. <laughs> uh, 
That's good. 11, uh, 18, uh, 25. Oh my gosh. Um, you can see that Brotor is uh, having a very rough time as uh, you reach out and there's a little crackle of lightning as the, um, or like dark lightning as uh, the necrotic power is channeled through you. Um, and you can just see his life force drain and like wounds erupt on his body. Yeah, he does not look good anymore. Sweet. Anything else from Hakan? Uh, I think he'll just laugh again. Okay. Um, sucking. Free action laugh. Yeah. All <laughs> uh, brick outside the room does something. Um, Vert, your turn. Yep. All right. Well, we're going to move up to Zal, and while I'm running up there to help Embers and Tuppence, I will fire Magic Missile, and I will target each of the uh, little minion dwarves with one, and then Brotor with the last one. Uh, both of them are thrown back against the walls with the magical force and slump against them unconscious. Thank you very much for doing that. You're welcome. And uh, that's five damage to Brotor. Uh, did you roll to hit? I missed it. Magic missile. You don't do that magic oh, games. magic missile. You're right. Duh. I love magic missile. I got um, a critical hit, actually. I didn't tell you. <laughs> Brotor is also thrown against <laughs> oh, the wall awesome. unconscious. All right. Sweet. That was a great nice. spell. That, that was, was really good. Wow. And, that was well uh, done. Yes, yes. Trophies for me. And <laughs> Sultem uh, will, let's see. Yeah, I think Sultem's also just going to fire a magic bolt at Zal now. Okay. That is, oh, that's pretty good. That is a 19 to hit. Well, that hits. And it is, uh, this is force damage, by the it's way. It's definitely magical. Uh, that is, oh, minimum damage, though. It's only three but it's force instead of... Uh, that anything. cuts through the, this creature's defenses, though. You can okay. see that, that that gets in and it draws blood, and the blood is, like, black. Oh. Oh, yeah. my. Uh, I'm going to reposition a little bit. I'm going to go here instead. But that is it for my turn. Okay. I think I will also free action laugh, too, actually. Good. Good, good, good. <laughs> um... Elwyn. You don't want to reposition. <laughs> you didn't want to do that. Change you your mind. Go back. All right. All I really right. didn't. It's Elwyn's turn now, though. I know. I'm like, you did it, and there's no way for me to tell you not to do it, but fuck. Because now there's no. Because now he's shot. getting ice knifed? No. Well, no. <laughs> I'm not going to do that again. No, I had a clear shot to get him with my spell that I haven't gotten to use yet, and now I can't. Oh. Unless I get right up on one? him. Yeah. What? So. Cool. Oh, okay. It's a 15 foot cone, and you blocked my like. Oh, sorry. My line that I was gonna get. That's fine. I'll just sit back here and do nothing the whole fight, like I'm like I do. Um. Yeah. All right. We're everything I was gonna do. Everything right. I was gonna do got. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Well, you took out all those dudes. Um. So I guess I'll just do frostbite. Nice little cantrip. Con oh, uh, save. Can I give my inspiration to uh, Tuppence? Oh, yeah. Oh, you I, need I, to I pass that on. That's yeah. what I was going to do. I forgot to tell you. 
the con save is a failure. Is it? I Great. think so. Actually, uh, is your DC 12? It's higher than that. It's then 15. it is a failure. Yeah. Okay, so you take... This creature has a higher damage. con than I thought. Uh, you take four cold damage, a whopping four, but it has disadvantage on its next weapon attack roll. Cool. I'm grateful for that because I'm about to trigger a weapon attack roll. Yeah. Um, and that was a cantrip. And I guess I could throw out some more healing if anyone needs it over there. Please. Yeah, Tuppence is oh, looking pretty Tuppence rough. Oh, isn't, Tuppence isn't updating her health on Roll20. I was like, you're fine. She's <laughs> updating it on um, d yeah, yeah. Beyond, so, so I can I see can. it. She's not looking good. <laughs> oh, I might. I didn't know I was supposed to be doing my own. Sorry. Okay. Um, yeah, then I will I'll go ahead and do Healing Word at a second level on Tuppence. Sounds good. While Sounds I'm at good. it. Um, so that's 2d4. That's not a D4. There we go. Much better than last time. So that is 10. Thank you. Yeah. Ooh, I feel better. Yeah. And that is, that's my turn. Okay. Uh, pretty good turn. Um, then it is Embers. All right. Embers is going to. Uh, walk back, provoking an OA at disadvantage. Yep. Oh, is Albert back? When did Albert get back? Did I move Albert back? He's not supposed to be back. Does everybody see that, or do I just see that? It's just you, I think. Roll 20 being glitchy. Showed up on my map. Haunted map. <laughs> like, what is he doing here? Uh, anyways, at disadvantage, that's a big miss. Um, okay. Kind of reeling from the cold a little bit. The movements are sluggish, and the claw rakes through air. Great. Then I'm going to spend my last key point to toss three uh, three radiant sunbolts. Oh yeah, and as long as it's not resistant to radiant, this should do the trick. Uh, the lowest roll was a 25. My goodness, Embers is on fire today. Um, yeah, those all hit. Okay, so let's see, ideal. Uh, 22 radiant damage. Uh, and it looks like this time that all goes through. Um, and Zal snarls at you again. I think I'm going to move further away after that happens so that it has to come and probably go ace if it wants to chase me. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. I think I can go here. Okay. Yeah. Uh... Then it is Tuppence's turn. Hmm. Uh, assuming there's nothing more for Embers. I... Yeah, that's it for me. Okay. Hmm. I have something silly. I Go on. Silly. <laughs> okay. I can't see Zal's health bar. You shouldn't be able to. Oh, okay. So he's got blood on him, but I don't know how damaged he is. I was thinking since my stuff isn't um, working and I'm really close to him, I'm going to throw pixie dust on him. 
Okay. So he floats up and can't do anything for a while. Okay, we can give that a try. Um, how to, because Pixie Dust really just gives the creature the ability to fly, but Zal might not understand what's going on. So mm -hmm. instead of you rolling something, I think I'm going to roll an intelligence check. Okay. For Zal. Um, I think he probably only needs like a 12. Uh, and I rolled a 14. So uh, he figures out what's going on. And now we've got a flying wolf. <laughs> yep. <laughs> With a fly speed of what, 30, I think? Yeah. Yeah. Well, rats, I thought it would just make him hover and not be uh, able to, like. Yeah, if it were like the levitate spell or something like that, you could do that, but it gives him a fly speed. So it's a little different. Okay. It was a good try, though. So that happens. Okay, but um, as a bonus action, I'm going to cast. Uh, I think I st we just had a long rest, right? Let me check. Um. Oh, yeah. Pretty recently, you rested in. Yeah. yeah. This is okay. Our first, this is certainly our first fight since the last mm -hmm. rest. Okay. So since I did that kind of boo boo, I'll cast Mantle of Inspiration, and you can all get um, five temp. HP. Nice. And then you can move up to your speed without provoking an OA. Anybody that wants to move. Um, is that a reaction or is that just a thing that happens? That's a good question. I think it is a reaction. Then Let's I'm not out. gonna move because I need my reaction in case he chases embers. Mantle of Inspiration. Um, All right, was that our max can immediately risen move it. by five? Is that what it was? Our temp, mm -hmm. Five temp HP. Five temp HP, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, immediately use its reaction to move up to its mm -hmm. speed without provoking opportunity attacks. But it says you can. I don't think you have to. Yeah, yeah you don't have to. So up to okay. all of you. Uh, anything else from Tuppence? All right, so he's up in the air and I'm does that, up in the air. Does that movement apply to Tuppence too? Because she could use it to get out of there. Well, no, because it's it's four creatures and I'm doing it on you all. Okay. So I'm not going to include myself. You don't get the effect of your own thing. Uh, not this so. time. I don't think okay. so, no. Um, so. Though I'm not sure. I'll have to look that up. He's flying and I'm flying. So it doesn't really matter. But I am going to move uh, down here. Okay. And it's used its reaction so it can't claw at you. So that's good. Um, okay. Then it is the big bad wolf's turn. And it is going to position itself around the other side of Rook. Uh, and I guess... Way rook is the one right next to it. So, yep, we'll just do Rook all three attacks. Okay. Can he reach him, though? Because he's high up. He's he can fly. He can do well, he figured wants. out, he can, you know, he, he figured it out. He passed the intelligence check so he can maneuver how he wants to. Rats. Well, that was an experiment that failed. A lower intelligence, and it might have worked, though. That's what I'll say. <laughs> um, 
so the bite, which is the bad one, is unfortunately a 24. Yep. Uh, the first claw is an 11, so that's a miss. Yes. And the second claw is even worse. It's only a 10. Um, Zal can't roll to save his life. Um, however, from the bite, you do take uh, 10 piercing damage. Okay. Come on, Zal. Uh, all cultists are out, so it is the con. Uh, someone used radiant damage, right? Yeah, Ember's just did. It, was he resistant to it? No, it pierced right through. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and everyone seems okay on health, so I'm going to use Guiding Bolt. Oh, that's nice. good. Nice. Um, get plus five to hit. Got a 22. That's a hit. Big hit. All right. And it's 46 radiant damage. Ooh, that's not good. Seven. That's good. Plus 14. Uh, 21. Ouch. Okay. Uh, Zal looks, um, is starting to look pretty bad. That radiant damage, like, sears against the side of, um, you know, his flank, and it just, it leaves, like, a, a big um, seared wound across him. Okay. Uh, and that also gives advantage to the next attack against him, right? I'm ready for it. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, good thing you're ready for it, Vert, because you are next. Oh, yeah. Uh, were you going to move or anything? Uh, no, I think I'm okay. okay. Yep, I'm going to use my Thunder Gauntlet again, charge it up, and give him a punch. Uh, that is a 18 to hit. Uh, that hits. Okay. That advantage. That is with advantage. The other okay. one was a natural one, so... <laughs> Very good. Thank you, Hakan. Thank you, Hakan. That is pretty good. That's 10 thunder damage. Uh, 10 thunder damage. Give me just a second. So just, oh my god, things are just zooming by. What is even happening? <laughs> I saw that too. Things are zooming by? Yeah. Who knows what's happening? I'm, I don't I'm know what's happening. A few things. I didn't think that would, that would zoom by your vision. <laughs> zoom right by. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Swat um, okay. 10 at thunder, you said. I say. Sorry about the zooming. Uh, that damage also seems to go through just okay. fine. Uh, and then Sultan's going to use his to also attack. Let me check his range. Okay, 30 feet. So what is... Okay, cool. So he's going to position... Uh, we're all pretty... Uh, he'll just stay there. That's fine. And then Sol's attack is... Oh, natural one again. Nope, miss. Okay. Uh, I just, there we go. Uh, in that case, next up is Elwyn. Yeah, I'm Elwyn. Hey, now I can do the thing I wanted to I do. I can do the thing. Now I can do the thing. People got out of the way. So I'm going to come, I think I can make it, yeah, I can make it right there. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to raise my staff. For the first time, conjure up a big flurry of ice crystals and uh, send my, uh, what's it called? Frost fingers. Frost fingers. <laughs> okay. So that's another con um, save. He's pretty good at these. That's going to pass at a 23. Well, he still takes half damage, so bite me. I think he will. 
probably. Yeah, so that's four. Eight have to four. Okay. Um, the frost kind of like whips over this uh, creature and you can see it, it like buckles down and it's well adapted to uh, cold environments and it, it seems like it weathers that just fine. Yeah, I had a feeling. Um, uh, so question about that. Mm-hmm. So that's technically a first level spell, but I can cast it at will. So yes. does it count as a first level spell though still? So it doesn't like use if I had a spell slots, no. But I mean, my, my oh. point is if I had a bonus action that was- Yes, you still can only cast a cantrip. Okay. Yep. That's what you're, am I misunderstanding? You, no, I, that's my question. Your answer was confusing, but basically it doesn't count as a cantrip for the purposes of casting two spells in one. Exactly. Turn. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great, so that's literally all I can do. Uh, Embers of White Ash. I'm going to move across on the table and like stamp her feet a couple times and then toss a couple more radiant bolts. Someone please miss Zal, because so far none of you have done that. I think I'm about to miss with both of these. I've been rolling excellently so far, and then I just rolled a 12 and a 9. You did miss with both of them. Uh, one of them goes sailing over Zal as Zal kind of ducks out of the way. Mm-hmm. And the other one glances off one of these wicked looking barbs and spikes on the creature's back. Okay. Whew. Survived. Uh, Tuppence. <laughs> well. The things I have won't do uh, a lot of damage to him. Um, let's see if um, uh, is. Let's see if since he's so um, let's see, smart. Let's see if what Dissonant Whispers does. Dissonant Whispers, okay. Um, is that a wisdom, wisdom save? save. Mm-hmm. Very good roll. Um, yes, so 20 total. I'm sorry, I feel bad for Tuppence. Like everyone else has been wailing on this creature, but you've had a lot of good plans and unfortunately none of them have worked. Hey, I think I'll go stand in a corner. Is there still half damage with Dissonant Whispers? I think there might be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is? Okay. All right, 3d6. Well, that's something anyway. T- 10, half to And then you're going to go stand in a corner, you said? Okay. We have come around to Zal's turn again. Let's see. Embers and Tuppence aren't looking too good. Um, Zal is going to take a, uh, take the bite attack from, or not the bite attack, the attack of opportunity from Rook and fly to Tuppence and then make a bite attack. 
Um, which is a only a 12. So I think that misses. Yep. Uh, and then Tuppence, do you have a melee weapon? I do. Okay, well, you can make a melee attack if you want as a reaction as Zal then uh, flies over to Embers and will make the two claw attacks. I got a 25 on my hit. Okay. Oops. Ooh. I'm just waiting for damage. Oh, 10 also... damage. Okay. And that's thunder, right? Yep. Yikes. Um, and then from Tuppence, did Tuppence. you roll the hit? Yep. It's a dirty 20. That hits. And it's just a dagger, so it's not it's not magical. So it is, let's see, Five piercing. Okay, have down to two, uh, and then the two attacks against embers are a twenty and a mm-hmm. seventeen. Uh, the twenty hits. Okay, well that's six points of slashing damage, um, and then Zal howls, uh, just lets out a ow, which echoes throughout the room. No effect just yet, um, but then it is. Uh, immediately after someone else's turn. And on that signal, uh, the doors are opened and more dwarves come rushing in. Bunch of dwarves, Jesus. Uh, Actually, this one is not going to stand next to Tuppence. Mm. <laughs> Still no sign of Albrecht, though. Um, and let's see. I'm going to make how many dwarves do I have to work with here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Um, I'm going to make, and there are five of you. So I'm going to make two attacks. Oh boy, how do I want to divvy this up? Uh, uh, Hakan is going to get two scimitars and then I think Tuppence will get two of the firebolts uh, Rook will get two firebolts and Elwyn will get two firebolts Embers uh, it looks like those, yeah. yep. I was going to say one of those firebolts against Tuppence looks like it's a disadvantage uh, well, not if it's like one of these other guys over here or something. It doesn't have to be this guy who's next to her. Well, the guy that's next to her would get disadvantage on whatever ranged attack. That's true. He uses. That's true. So I'll make uh, one of the ones at Elwyn at disadvantage. We'll say that guy's firing across at Elwyn. Um, okay, so the two scimitars against Pecan are both horrible misses. Um, I rolled a four and a two on What's dice. What's going on, guys? Just laugh at him. Uh, the one again at disadvantage against Elwyn uh, is a 12 total. That's a big miss. Uh, then the one that's not at disadvantage against Elwyn is a another 12. Miss. These guys are useless. Um, the two against Rook. Uh, natural 20 and a 15. Okay. The... 
much damage is it? Yep. I haven't rolled it yet. Just trying to figure out who I hit first. Um, okay. Who haven't I rolled against yet? Tuppence. I haven't made attacks against Tuppence yet. Uh, here's the two firebolts against Tuppence. Another natural 20 and a 17. Oh, that's it. Okay, uh -oh. so there's one natural 20 against Rook, and then one natural 20 against Tuppence, and then one regular hit against Tuppence. And that's it for all these guys. Of um, course. It's Tuppence's fight. Woo! Uh, okay, so this is natural 20, so double the dice. Uh, Tuppence, that's 15 points of fire damage oh, no. on the natural 20. And? Uh, and on the regular hit, it's two points of fire damage. I think I'm still alive. Yep, I have two hit Hanging points. in there. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Uh, against Rook, the natural 20 is... Uh, let's see, 11 points of fire damage. Ouch. That hurts. Uh, okay, that is their turn. Next, it's Hakan. Uh, does Thunderwave hit friendlies? It does. Oh, God. But I don't think, unless you want to hit Zal, I think, I mean, you could take out like three guys with it. If you scoot down, yeah. you should be okay. Right? If I like scoot over one? Yeah. It's 15 oh, yeah. foot. I think if you go like here, right? Two, three. Yeah, that that would hit everything you want, all four dwarves and Zal. Or yeah. even, or even if you went here, you'd only take one OA and you could get everything. I think. Let's see. Two uh, OAs because he's within Zal's threat range right now too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What if I go here? That still hit embers, and tuppence, and and tuppence. So. No, it wouldn't. You can't hit both embers and tuppence. If you just did it where you yeah. were, it's not. It's not a radiant out from you. Thunderwave is a is like a box. Oh, uh, on you. Uh, so you so find you like could just put it down like on right on this guy's square, the corner right there, and catch mm -hmm. those three without hitting any of your friends. Okay. Yeah, I think I'll do that then. Okay. Um. Right. Let's roll some saves. Well, if they're minions, they just they're gonna take half damage anyways, right? That's true. Um, and it's only at this moment that I've remembered that minions don't normally take damage when they succeed on something. But I've been I forgot that for the other guys, so we'll just oh, sorry. Uh, no, it's it's my bad. I, I forgot my own that. rules. So we'll just say we'll continue with the rules I've been using, and they are knocked out. <laughs> okay. Okay. They're just kind of thrown back out of the room, <laughs> uh, with like, and and it also damages some of the stonework in the walls here. There's this big boom of thunder, and they just get blown back. Okay, and uh, is Saul still like? Is he flying at all? Is he using his levitation, or is he not at the moment? Around? I think Saul probably would have landed on the table. Okay, uh, I'm gonna try to get in front of him and Tuppence as best as I can. Okay. Saul was in range of that too, though, right? No, because the cube would have been. Um... 
I'll draw a shape. Pointing downwards, right? Would have been like that, right? Yeah. Oh, is that right? Oh, okay. I mean, if you can think I of a you were way that you... it at the. Yeah. What if what if it was like where Hakan is standing right there? Would that still hit embers? Uh, um, go back to where you were. I was there originally. Okay, so and you could if have you... gotten Sal in it. Yeah, and two, and two of the guys. Why can't I move this red box? <laughs> it's very tiny. I can only move dwarves. Oh my gosh. Roll 20, why in. you do. Try zooming in to grab it. Yeah, there we go. Um, so yeah, you could have gotten... Uh, oh my gosh. Now I've got Zal too somehow. <laughs> How is this happening? <laughs> yeah, you could have gotten two of the dwarves um, and Zal if you wanted to. Uh, yeah, I'd like to hit Zal. Okay. And this, almost dying. this dwarf would still be alive. Okay, sorry. No worries. Um, and then I'll make that save for Zal. Uh, what kind of save is it? Is it con? Uh, yes. Cool. Uh, plus that for a 16. Okay. Uh, he saves. And he takes six damage. Or, well, three. Yeah, if it was six, then have down to three. Yeah. Zal remains standing. Uh, those two dwarves, like I said, get kind of blown back against the wall. Uh, but one dwarf uh, did not get caught up in your thunder wave. Move there so I don't get opportunity attacked. Cool. Good turn. Anything else for Hakon? Uh, no, I think he's good. He did his best. Albert Cold Lake. Um... You know, he could do something, but his minions are, you know, they're doing their thing. Uh, Vert. Yep. Okay. Oh, hey, Charles. Um, I'm going to, well, none of the dwarves are in melee with me. Actually, hold on. Uh, okay. Zal did howl. Um, so Albrecht will return to the room uh, via this door here. Um, and on his turn, he surveys the room. And how is everyone looking? I know Tuppence is rough. Tuppence is doing okay, surprisingly. Mm. Doing great. Half HP, so I'm all right. Yeah, Khan's just chilling. Okay. Uh, he sees a bunch of his people knocked out, um, and he sees a couple of you pretty injured, uh, and the rest of you looking pretty okay. Um, and he will come into the room. Let's see, what's he got? Uh, that could be cool. Uh, I need to open this link. Let's see. Nation is literally killing me. <laughs> uh, yeah, this this will be cool. This will be very cool. Um, he walks into the room, basically sees the, a group of you who are quite injured. Um, and right next to Tuppence, let me make sure actually he can do this at a distance. Um, range 90 feet, sweet, he can. Uh, right next to Tuppence, shadow begins to swirl. Um, 
and a creature um, flying. Uh, I think it can fly. Gosh darn it. Stat blocks I didn't expect to have to use. No, it actually cannot fly. So we won't summon it next to Tuppence. He will summon it next to... Um, Sorry. He, yes, he will summon an extra tuppence. Uh, shadow, I'm sorry for the whiplash, guys. Uh, he, shadows begin to swirl, and this um, hound-like creature made of shadow uh, forms itself next to tuppence. And he um, shouts to the room, all right, that's enough of this. The group of you are either going in the cell or your friend is getting seriously hurt. Uh, and this uh, shadow hound just kind of growls angrily next to Tuppence. Then it is Vert's turn. Hmm. Okay. I think If he's aiming at Tuppence, I'm going to cast Sanctuary on Tuppence. Okay. So, uh, so Tuppence, this will last as long as you don't attack or use a harmful spell. And it'll give everybody a wisdom, or a dis they have to make a wisdom save to attack you. Um, as you cast I mean, spell... none of my attacks have been hitting anyway. Um, as you cast that spell, uh, the shadow hound lets out a horrible scream. It's this ear-piercing screech. Um, and each creature within 30 feet of it <laughs> has to make a wisdom saving throw. So even uh, the dwarves. Yep. Okay. You also have inspiration still, by the way. Yep, I do. Failure. Sweet. Did wisdom saving throw? Yep. Yep. I'm going to have to use yeah. it, I think. Well, let's see. What is the spell save on this? Does it hit Albrecht too? No, it does not. Oh, okay. I mean, like, that's a really big range. Um, well, he's technically in the range, but it doesn't affect him. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, pretty much all of the dwarves <laughs> are affected by this. How did everyone else do for their wisdom saves? Add 17. 22. So 22, 17. I got a 9. 8. 9, 8. 13. 13. Uh, is soul time within range? Oh, is he? I don't know. Is he? That's what I was asking. Uh, let me see. Like you it. said thirty. Yep. Yep. He's just in range. Okay. I didn't. I didn't think about that. Uh, Soltem got a. Oh shoot. Uh, nineteen plus something. Plus zero, so nineteen. Okay. Uh, anyone who got under a fifteen is frightened. Uh, for one minute, and you can make the save again at the end of your turns. So all these dwarves, every single one. <laughs> Uh, then 
Uh, it was Vert's turn that triggered that. Was there anything else on your turn, Vert? Yes. Uh, I will then once again approach Saul. And Sultem will, I guess, fire another bolt at Zal as well. Uh, that is a 16 to hit. That hits. Okay. That is four force damage. Zal is still standing. Okay. I think that's everything. <laughs> Ellen. Okay. Um, fuck. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, so if I stand like, oh God, what was I doing? <laughs> right. What was it? Okay. Let me, let me get my ruler out. If I stand like right here, can I get all of these guys in a 15-foot cone? Uh, if you're standing in this square? Yeah. Um, depending on how you angle it, I mean, you if could I'm get... like angling it like this? No, I don't. that way? It basically, you take... Or would it uh, start from here? Starting from you, you do one square. And then out from that, you do two squares in a row. And then three squares in a row. That's how you do it. So it's it's like sideways. So I'd have to do it like from here to get these guys. Uh, I angle it like this way. No, I'm sorry. This cone thing is new to me. I never had yeah, cones. Cones are kind of tough. Cones, cones are, are tough. weird. So if you let's see, if you stood one square, two squares in that square squares. that I just marked, you could do one, two, three. Oops, that should, you can't see that third one. <laughs> I can't see that third one. <laughs> um, or you could do... Just trying to maximize the number of, of things I can take out with this thing. Yeah. I should be better at cones considering that Wait, I do so, that all the time mm -hmm. with stuff. I can make it here. So I could do... That would work. Yeah. One work. and then these two in that row and then three in this row, right? Yes, you could do that. Okay, then I'm going to do that. Stand on the piano and blast them. I <laughs> basically just dash across the room and let out another blast of icy, frosty fingers. Frosty goodness. Uh, the you know the minions they drop to the ground freezing. Yep. Cold. Uh, I will yep. make that save for Albrick. Uh, he succeeds with a sixteen on the dice plus some stuff. Of course he does, but he still takes half damage. He's going to take half, half damage. Yeah, he's going to suck my dick. <laughs> Before the end of this, you know, he might. Yep, 11, so you can half have to that. five, half to two. Yeah. Even, even two damage is, if we're lucky, going to trigger a concentration save. Ah, yes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Maybe. Let me see. It will. It's constitution, it's a pass. Ah, Roll the 14 on the dice. All right. And that minion next to him is gone now too, right? Uh, yes, it is. Good call. Yeah, get out of here. Get out of here. Um, and I will just shout at Tuppence, like, Tuppy, have you got anything left in you? You heal yourself and you get out of there. 
cool. Hey, um, thanks. Lady Okay. Um, let me see something. Uh, I don't think I can see the Dark Hound from where I am because this is a big thing in the way. Yeah, Zal is probably in your way. Yeah. Uh, which is good for me because I think I'm going to move like back here, provoking an OA. Yep, Zol will take Zol. a little swipe at you. That's a miss. It's a big miss. Okay. Come on, Zol. Do better. Zol. All right. So I'm going to do two non-disadvantage uh, radiant bolt throws at Zol because I can't see the thing I'm afraid of. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is going to, I mean, you did mess up the plan I originally had, which was I was going to go to the other side of Zol and try and get Aldrich a couple times, but I can't get close to Aldrich. Uh, does a 15 hit? A 15 just hits. Okay, then both of these hit. Come on. Uh, for 15 radiant damage. That is just what you needed. Uh, is this attempted to be lethal? Frankly, yes. Frankly, yes. Okay. Um, there is a... So, I mean, tell me what your bolts look like, and then I'll tell you what the yeah. effect is. I think this... I think Ember's like like flips backwards off the table and just like shoots a couple bolts just like in the air and lands on her feet. Okay. Uh, those bolts go streaking out from you as you're performing this feat of acrobatics. Both of them strike true, uh, hitting Zal. Uh, basically as Zal is like reaching with a claw to swipe at you for that attack of opportunity. Um, both of the bolts connect and it starts burning like this you can see like from the inside out, the light basically um, begins to expand within the creature and like burn outward as like the fur catches on fire. Um, and when the fur begins to burn away from the radiance, uh, there is just darkness, like pure shadow writhing underneath. Um, and there is basically like a burst of flame and then all that is left is the shadow form, and it just begins to dissolve uh, onto the table there uh, into this like black goo that just begins to like seep through the boards of the table and drip onto the floor. And Zal is just gone. Like, it is wow. basically a pile of black goo now. Nice. Uh, and Albrecht goes, No! Uh, yeah, Stand Ellen's turn to take a free action and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tuppence. Tuppence is pretty pissed right now, understandably, mm -hmm. but she's going to cast Healing Word on herself at second level, 86. And then as a bonus action, she's going to do enthralling performance. Well, healing word was a bonus action. Yes. Oh, healing word is a bonus action. Yeah. And I think enthralling performance also takes like an hour, doesn't it? Am I, am I, I think we wrong? have time. <laughs> I could be no, wrong. Just it says one minute. One, oh, minute. one minute. Yeah. 
So that's still longer than you have in this. That still okay. feels like an hour in combat. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. All right. Well, red, 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 red. Okay. Then, okay, healing word. I have as a spell. Why is healing word a bonus action? It's a bonus action spell. It's a yeah. spell that takes a bonus action to cast rather yeah. than an action. Okay. So with your action, you could do a cantrip if you wanted. Okay. Um, or you could take the dodge action and get out of there without provoking an opportunity attack. Yeah, because well, that'd be disengage. Yeah, disengage. But yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I meant. Disengage. Because I was dodge. gonna dodge provokes disadvantage on. Then I think right. yeah. Instead of casting healing word, I think I'll go invisible and then move because then I can move without an OA and then heal myself next turn. Sure. So I'll go invisible and I'll go way over here. No, can't move that far. Let's see, 35, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, there. Okay. Uh, That's a good move. And Tuppence just disappears. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, Zal is out of the initiative. Are there any of the minions left? There are a few. Yep. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Boop. Uh, Boop. And... Oh no. Um, so two of them are going to make scimitar attacks against Elwyn, and one will make a scimitar attack against Hakan, but we know how this goes. Um, <laughs> hit me, please. So Come here's on. the Elwyn ones. Uh, of course, I will hit Elwyn with a 17 and a 23. Yep, they both Of hit. course. Uh, and then Hakan, I might still hit with a 17. That hits. Oh okay, my God, all three hits. Uh, so all right, everyone surrender. Elwyn yeah. takes 10 <laughs> points of damage. Hakon takes five. Okay, and I'm going to use Wrath of Storm and just blast him. Yep. Uh, goes flying back and <laughs> is unconscious. Oh my god. <laughs> Even when they win, they lose. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's why I wanted them to hit me. It's like, just kill him. Uh, uh, such a badass. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Uh, then it's Hakon's turn. Um, hmm. See, let's update my health real quick. Oh, wait, no, I, it kicks away from the temp health, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So I have uh, advantage being against uh, being frightened. So if I just like try to run up to this dog. Uh, so you would have had advantage on your saving throw against it oh. if you want to re roll that. But yeah, sure. can we do that at the end of our turns? Yes, you can. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Yeah, I'm going to use my advantage then. Okay, I got a uh, nat 20. Okay, then yeah, uh, you would not have been frightened by the dog. Okay. Cool. Embers is still frightened. Um, okay. I think I just need to take care of this dog as soon as possible. Um, yeah, I'm just going to go 25, and I'll give him... He's, you said he's like a shadow... Dog yeah, thing. it's like a 
dog-like shape formed of shadow. And uh, I actually should figure out how many hit points this thing has. There we go. Got it. I guess, I mean, inflict wounds does a lot of damage. So let's, let's try doing that. Let's okay. see if it affects him. Uh, I got a 16. That hits. Sweet. And it's 3d10. 8, 4, and 1. Crap. So 13. 13. You reach out with that sort of necrotic lightning, uh, and you get a hold of this creature, and the energy ripples across it. Less effective than you would have expected, though. Uh, yeah, it does seem to resist the necrotic damage. Shoot. Anything else for Hakon? Uh, he'll probably laugh at the, the dude that hit him. <laughs> it's a free action. Yeah, might as well. Uh, okay, Albrick Cold Lake. What you got? What you got? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Type of action is that? That is a full action. Man, look at this fine mess that we have. How does Embers look? Uh, Embers is has got seventeen HP. Okay, okay. Um, I will. Okay, uh, he conjures a another ball of flame in his hand and throws it at Embers. Probably the worst decision ever because of your high AC, but we're going to do it. That's a good roll, 15 on the dice, plus a good number. Uh, so 22 total. Okay, and this isn't, this is like a magic fire, right? Not a projectile. Right. Not a projectile, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, um, that'll, that'll hit me. That'll hit okay. me. Because he's that level. He tries to catch it, much. and that's why it hits her. <laughs> oh. uh, eight points of fire damage. Okay. <laughs> and he, you know what he does? Uh, he backs out of the room and around the corner. Can we sight. see into the room a little bit since the doors are open? Yeah, sure. Uh, I will give you a little bit of sight. Uh, though, actually, you know what? Maybe he closes the door behind him. <laughs> The other one's not closed, though. The bottom yeah, one. Yeah, the other one what? is sure. open. I can't get out of, you know, revealing some areas. There you go. You can see a bit into the hallway where there is a dead dwarf and a set of iron doors. Uh, and then immediately after his turn, this shadowy dog takes its turn. Embers is still afraid, right? Yep. This thing has 40 feet. Uh, it's going to provoke the opportunity attack from Hakan and basically runs 40 feet over the table uh, and will attack Embers. Do I also get attack? Rook, yeah. Uh, it can, I mean, it can go such that it doesn't have to oh, go past yeah. Rook. Okay. There's a, there's a path for it with its speed. Um, and because of its terror frenzy ability, it has advantage on against frightened creatures. Uh, so I will make an attack against Embers at advantage. 
oh my gosh are you serious i rolled a one and a three it misses it misses All right. uh yeah. i can't believe that pretty sure my opportunity attack missed i got 11 yeah that also misses yeah so no turn all around um that's albrick vert well dang he's ruining my plans every time he comes back into this dang room um Hmm. Does Owen look like she needs help? Does she want help? Or does she have it under control? She looks like she can handle it. Okay. Let me see here. That's 35 feet. I can't even make it to the door. Okay, well, I guess I'm not going to chase Albrick. But if you do help me, then there's another thing I could try to do. I don't know if it's what you want me to do or not, but... I'm not sure either. Uh, how does the dog look? Um, the shadow dog? Pretty much unharmed. Oh, okay. It took a bit of damage from Hakan, but it was necrotic, so not much. Alright, I'll just... Um... really need to get Elric, though. Yeah, I'll just... Uh start running towards where Albrick went, I think. And then I will punch one of these doors on the way. Sounds good. I'll just do this. Okay, so that's a 16 to hit? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a hit. Okay. Yep, it and is. And then Soltem will buzz over here and fire at the other one that's next to Elwyn, and then she can do okay. something else on her turn, probably. Uh, that is a 15 to hit. Hits. Uh, okay. Elwyn, you are just surrounded by unconscious dwarves at this <laughs> yeah. point. Great. And um, there's just literal piles of them at your it. feet. I don't have that armor on. Okay, yep, yeah, I'm done. Okay. Uh, I have too many tabs open. Oh boy, Elwin. Does it sound like there are more dwarves on their way here? Do you want to roll a quick perception check? Would that take an action? Nah. Okay. I'm rolling really well tonight. That was, uh, let's see, perception. So 24. Uh, all seems pretty quiet outside of this room. Okay. So as Rook runs by, I guess I'll just shout at him. Are you going after Albrick or I can barricade the door? I think we should go after him. Okay. So I won't do what I thought I was going to do. Um, what about that dog thing, though? <laughs> I will, I guess, I will come up here to go with Rook, but I'm going to hold an action. Um, actually, can I come over here and just open the door? Yeah, if you want to. Yeah, I'd like to um... open the door and see what, what there is behind it. Sure, sure, sure. Door number one. Um, I, you know, I'm not quite sure what portion of the room you would see, so I'm just going to reveal it all. Because you're a nice DM. Yep. Wait, so that was... Oh, there he is. Yeah, there he is. Get him, Ellen. Get him. All right. So that was one... <laughs> that was 20 feet. So I have 10 uh, more. And now that you can see it, I'll remind you, you guys came through here um, via right. these doors up here to the mm -hmm. north on the map. Mm -hmm. 
All right, so I've got 10 more feet of movement. So I'm just gonna come in, I think just maybe there. Okay. And I'm gonna say to Albrecht, you're out of options. Are you going to help us out now or, or are you going to make the stupid decision? Uh, roll an intimidation check. Okay. Oh God. I don't know. This is an okay. That, and I'm rolling really well. That was a 22. A 22. Okay. Um, yeah, you can see a bit of a waver in his eyes. Um, he certainly looks affected by your, your comments there. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to hold an action. Um, and if he looks like he's going to come and attack me or anyone else who makes it in the room before his turn, I'm going to, um, wild shape. Okay. Uh, embers. All right. Um, I normally would like to back up before I do more radiant bolts. So I don't get the disadvantage, but I'm already afraid. So I already have a disadvantage. So I can't get any worse than it already is. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to make two attacks at disadvantage with radiant bolts. Uh, the first one's a natural one. That's a miss. Second one is, does a 13 hit? That also misses. Um, you're just like your hands are shaking as you are. Uh, this thing is supernaturally terrifying to you. Let's see if I can roll well on my saving throw then. Cat scared of dog. Oh, that's a 16. That passes. Yep. Okay. So, so you're no longer frightened. Okay. Cool. I'm not afraid anymore. Which means I can start moving again. I'm going to move just to the other side of it. Cool. Um, anything else for you? If no, not, it's it. Tuppence. Hey, since Tuppence is invisible and nothing she's been able to do hurts anybody. She's going to fly over to Brotor mm -hmm. and search for cell keys. Okay, yeah, roll an investigation check. That's a good that's a good idea. Good call. You all sound so surprised. No, I, <laughs> I I'm not I surprised. Have, I wouldn't have thought of it. It was a good move. <laughs> okay, investigation. Um that is a 16. Uh yeah, you do find a ring of keys tucked into the furs that he wears. Okay, I'll grab them. Uh, oh, I just realized my dog has been in here, and I have no idea how long. Uh, okay, um, anything else for Tuppence? Um, okay, so I'm over here. All I did was move. My action was to grab the keys. I don't think I have any more movement left, so I'll just stay where I am. Okay. Uh, Zal is out. All of the minions are out. Then it is Hakon. So is Tuppence just a floating uh, keyring then? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, I can put it in my bag. <laughs> you can give it to it's me. It's probably if too you big want. for your bag, but um, I guess actually, once you grab it, it's something you're carrying, so it might become invisible. Is that how that works? Okay. Okay, well, in that case, uh, I guess we just got to finish that dog off, right? I think that was about 25. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw my, my maul at him. Nice. Uh, I don't think it does a whole lot, but it's cool. 
so it's like Thor's hammer. When I throw it, it comes right back. Oh, neat. Yeah. Uh, that's a 16 to hit. That hits. Yes. It's only three damage, but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so he just chucks his giant war hammer, hits him, and it just flies right back into his arms. Uh, yeah, and it doesn't have any resistance to that. So the hammer like slams into this dog side. It kind of like th- it pushes it back a little bit, but then it kind of you know regains its footing and looks over at you with an angry look in its eyes. Bring it on. Okay. Um, Albrecht Cold Lake uh, goes five, ten, fifteen. Gets to this door here which you haven't seen what's beyond, um, and shouts back to you, uh, fine, then all of this is on your heads. You've damned this town. Uh, When the monsters come, don't be looking for me. Uh, And he runs through the door, closes it behind him, and you hear a locking sound. What sound in here? A locking sound as he closes that door. Does the dog Um, disappear too, or is it? Nope. The dog okay. then takes its turn. Uh, Embers looks the worst, I think, of the two that it's next to. So yeah. uh, it will step onto the ooze that was Zal and make an attack against Embers. No longer at advantage. Poor dog. Uh, 19 to hit. That hits. I felt like it would have been a crit if I had managed them. So happy I, uh, anyway. I rolled really high on the damage. Um, let's see. Uh, fourteen points of cold oh. damage. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Sorry, I hadn't been updating my uh, roll twenty thing. I'm down. Oh. Oh no. Oh snap! Uh, and then the dog turns its attention after it like snaps at embers. Uh, it turns its attention over to Hakon, who's the next closest thing. But it has no more attacks. Uh, we'll keep going in initiative for a bit longer. Vert? Okay. Um, can't quite reach Embers, but Sol can. So Sol will fly over to Embers. And I will channel a Cure Wounds through Sol onto Embers cool. to heal her. Uh, and that is 1d8 plus 4. Okay. So... Wow. Oh, it's max. So that is 12. Hey. Uh, so I'll do that. Um, I think I would probably use some of my movement to go this way to look and see that Albrecht ran away and closed the door and locked it. And then once I mm-hmm. take stock of that situation, I'll use the rest uh, to come back towards the dog. So we'll say I have 25 left there. So I'm going to go here. You knock over the chessboard on your way. Is there a chessboard that I knocked over? Yeah. yeah oh, it's yeah, this just... thing right here. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's gone. Um, I'm not even going to cast Mending on it. I don't even care. <laughs> All the uh, pieces are little dwarves. They just go flying. Yeah. Good riddance. It's metaphorical for what's happening elsewhere. Good anywhere. riddance. Um... Good thing it's not wizard's chess. <laughs> yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> okay. I'm done. Okay. Um, sticking with it. Then it's Elwyn. Okay. Um, yeah, so just gonna 
That's right, and stay out. Run back into the other room. Um, Jesus, what is happening? Embers looks pretty bad. Rook looks pretty bad. I think, actually, I might hang out by the door and I'll... Mm, yeah, I'm going to cast Healing Spirit. Okay. Uh, for my bonus action. Um, and I'm going to put it... I'm going to draw it on the map. Right... I'll put it right here so that both embers and rook can run through it on their turn and get some healing. Um, and tuppence can fly through it too. And whoever needs healing, it's there. Um, and then, yeah, I guess for my action, I'll cast frostbite because why the hell not on the dog? So, okay. Con save. Con save. I don't know if this thing is good at con. Plus two for a 12. So that's a failure, right? Yep, that's a failure. So it takes 1d6 cold damage, and it has disadvantage on the next weapon attack roll it makes before the end of its next turn. And that's five. Okay. Don't think it has any resistance. No, it doesn't. Um, since no one is chasing after Albrick immediately, uh, mm -hmm. and the only thing left in this room is the dog, um, the group of you are pretty much able to fight this thing until it dissipates into wisps of shadow. Um, it puts up a little bit of a fight, but not enough to like damage any of the rest of you. Um, so we can sort out who all runs through the healing spirit and uh, get that healing. And then we are out of initiative. Nice. Good job, everyone. Nice job. Yeah. And what so I've learned is you guys are much healing, tougher right? than I thought. <laughs> it's, um, no, it's... It heals a number of times equal to one plus my spellcasting ability modifier. My spellcasting ability modifier is four, so it can it can heal up to five times. I, I also have a party heal that I could use. Just give a nice group heal to everyone and then to everyone, a, for everyone to top off. Is that a spell or an, an ability? Uh, mine is a spell. I feel like we might want to save our spells because I don't know if we're going to get another long rest before whatever's happening tonight. True. Uh, I am going um, to take a I have been turn. keeping track of the hours, and it is probably about 2 p.m. at this point. Okay. Um, last night, the screams from the church started around 10 p.m. So assuming it's around the same timetable, you might have you might be able to squeeze in a long rest if you like started okay. now. So when we regroup and uh, are out of combat, essentially, I'm gonna point towards the cells where we think the cells are and say we gotta talk to his mom and figure out what's going on. Maybe she can rally these unconscious dwarves back. Uh, that's you know. what I was. That's what I was trying to do from the from the beginning. Really. Okay, yes. well, let's go do that now. Well, then, can we, let's figure out our healing. Yeah, how much, so, how much HP do we get? I took one. Are we each going to go through once? Because it, it's, it can do a five times. So we can yeah. each get one ping from the healing spirit. Sure. And then, why not? Yeah. Okay. Since, since I cast it right before Ethan was like. 
Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm ending. Combat. I mean, it was just, I would not it have was, cast it if you were going to say that you were. It was the combat. one creature left. So. Yeah. Okay, so we'll just decide. I'll just roll five times, and we'll decide who gets it. Okay. I'm pretty first good on one, health, so if someone wants to take two, two. Tuppence can take two. Yeah. First one's two. Second one is one. I'm not going to roll that one anymore. Third one is five. I'll take that one. I'm going to. I don't need that much rest. Okay, so there's a two. The second one was a one. There's a five. There's a six. And another six. I take the one. You give Tuppence, like, I don't know, probably the most. You can take two sixes if you want, Tuppence. Right? Yeah. You're okay. two HP. Tuppence yeah. takes 12. So, Rook, you can take can, the I'll take like one or five. two. I don't care. You take the five and I'll take the two. Okay. And Embers took the one. Thank you. Mm hmm. Okay. So, um, after Tuppy heals, she's going to pop out of invisibility and start shaking the, shaking the keys around, saying, Look what I All right, let's go to those cells. Perfect. Let's yeah. Let's go talk to the the real mayor of yeah. this town. Is everyone okay to do that now, or do we need to take a second? Uh, I'm fine. Okay, I don't yeah. think we're gonna fight the old mayor. No. <laughs> I well, we knew that there were like hounds or something guarding the prison cells, right? Or there was like some indication. There yeah. was some indication that's of that. That's what Murdoch said. Yeah. So that's why that's why I was saying is that there might be guards. Tuppence, can't uh, you put them to sleep or something? Not something you did on the uh, people in the bar the other night. Oh, sure. Who who do you want to go to sleep? I'm sorry. The the hounds that are guarding the the prison. Oh yeah 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 sure 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 sure. Well, let's see what we're up against first. But yeah, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. All right. Do you want me to turn the? Are we gonna leave the map on and keep using this? Uh, no, we don't need to. Okay. Um, I'll switch it back then. When someone opens up those, you know, those two iron doors using uh, the key ring that uh, Tuppence procured, you see kind of a long hallway-like room. Um, I'll reveal it on the map just for oh. those who are still looking at the map. Here, I'll uh, this back on and there are four cell doors along that hallway. And within the cells, you can see that there are a total of three dwarves. Um, one of them is a woman, um, looks to be older. Um, you would guess that she's probably Albrecht's mother, Gilead, because there is some family resemblance. Um, uh, she has, you know, similar, like, stark white hair and all of that. Um, all of the dwarves in here look pretty disheveled, um, but none of them look like they've been beaten or bruised or anything like that. Um, and the other two dwarves are also uh, older, um, not extremely old, um, but you know, on the uh, be between like middle aged and elderly, you know, somewhere in that range. Uh, so, like human years, they'd probably be like, I don't know what, like 60 or, or something. Um, and you don't see any signs of the hounds that Murdoch oh. said would be guarding this area. Though you do see in the corner of this, you know, initial hallway area, there is a bunch of blankets and mats uh, that were set up and probably uh, were where these hounds would have been. 
but you don't see them. Hmm. Uh, and uh, the woman sees you come in and says, oh, you must have been the source of the uh, all of those fighting sounds I heard. Uh, who are you? My name's Gilead. You're just the woman we've been looking for, Gilead. I'm Lady Elwyn Amalos, and we are the Silver Seekers. We are here to help. But your son didn't really give us the uh, warm cooperate. We were, we were hoping for. She like kind of rolls her eyes and shakes her head. No, no. Uh, Albrecht has been a, well, uncooperative would be putting it lightly. He's been not himself lately. He was always brooding, but violent? No. And these strange powers he's been exhibiting, they're well, he didn't, he didn't seem to have those, you know, before um, recent days, so. Uh, yeah, that's, Mur we met Murdoch. He, he pretty much told us the same thing. Murdoch's a kind boy. Um, him and Albrecht were friends uh, once when they were children, but, um, well, Albrecht is a bit of a loner. He drifted apart from Murdoch uh, when they grew to their teens. I I'm sorry, you said you're here to help. Could you could you please let us out? I was just gonna say I'm gonna let them out I while we're talking. I was gonna say that too. <laughs> yeah. So I'll I'll <laughs> yeah. just like between Tuppence and I, or maybe just Tuppence, we'll just unlock the cells while the conversation is going on. Okay. Um, the the two um men kind of come out of their cell, and uh, one of them is supporting the other. One of them looks like so. I I said that they don't have any like bruising or damage or anything like that. Um. Now that you get a good look at these two men, one of them looks a little bit battered, um, and the other one is kind of supporting him. Um, and you gather that this is uh, two of the other dwarves you've heard about, uh, Dane and Warbin Cold Lake. Um, Warbin, I will refresh your memory, um, was the hammer priest. That's what it was. I was looking for the term. I knew he was the priest. The hammer the priest of Moradin. Dane is the warden captain. Yep, and it's uh, yeah. Dane who looks a little bit beaten up, uh, and he's definitely got the most like angry look on his face. And he, as he comes out, he says, uh, "Where is that Albrick? I just..." And he kind of like shakes a fist. I owe him a big punch to the eye. Well, he went that Putting way and he ran there. out the establishment. So I, I, I don't reckon that's a good idea right now. But I promise you, you'll have your ch chance to punch him as much as you like as soon as all this is over. Yeah, as you say that, Werbin uh, puts the the other arm kind of like uh, on Dane's face and kind of uh, pats him gently on the cheek and says, "Dane, it it wouldn't do any good to go after him now. You're you're too injured. Please just take a moment to. We need to thank these people for coming to rescue us, darling." And um, uh, he turns to the group of you and says, "Um." Well, I'm I'm Werbin Coldlake. I was the uh, head priest of the Church of Morgan around here before, well, before Albrecht's little insurrection. I got a good fist on him for you. Dane kind of gives you an approving nod, Embers. Yes, we, we've heard good things about all three of y'all from uh, the mayor over in... Uh, Glimmer Cairn? Is that the name? Oh, yeah. Uh, Mayor Dazzleberry. Yes. Yes, well, she's a bit of an oddball, but um, we do get along just fine. Yes, I'm, I'm really glad to hear it. Um, I'm glad to hear look, that she's we... all right. We haven't had much news about how Glimmer Cairn has fared through all of this. To be honest, well, I've been a bit concerned. 
I think they had their rough patches same as, as y'all, but they're fine. They're they're just hunkering down. Um, which brings us to the other point. We are gonna have to do something about those monsters soon. Um, whatever protections that your son has been doing aren't gonna help tonight, unfortunately. Uh yeah, her brow furrows and um she says, Well, that is a problem. Um we do have you know, our remaining wardens, and we do have a few uh, acolytes of the Church of Moradin who can potentially fight a little bit, but, uh, and of course, no dwarf in town who is, you know, of fighting age would uh, back down from a challenge against the clan. Everyone will rise up to protect it, but we just, we were dying before Albrecht you know, he came and used his magic to his credit. I, I will say what he did probably saved lives. Um, if those protections aren't going to be in place tonight, then we are certainly in danger. Yeah, so we we need to figure out what's happening so we can figure out how to put a stop to it. But we were we wanted to talk to you about it and see what you knew. See if you could help us figure out what's going on. Oh, well, um, unfortunately, I don't know much. Um, we did, in the early days, send someone to go and investigate the church, but um, the only one who came back from that investigation uh, was badly injured, and, well, they didn't get too far into the church before encountering a, a deadly fight with those monsters. So... I can't say as to what caused all of this, but what I will say is we did learn early on those things, well, they don't like fire. Uh, and when, uh, when their claws scratch you or their, their bites latch on, cold runs through your veins. It's, it's unnerving and unpleasant and... Listen, I, I really appreciate you coming to get us out of here, but... I don't know what we're supposed to do, to be honest. Um, I'm racking my brains trying to think of, of anything, any, anywhere we could go to be safe tonight from these monsters. Perhaps, did you say that? Um, They're a safe place in town. Everyone can get inside and barricade the doors. And well, this would we be can, the safest here. Maybe so we can gather everyone in town and in one place and put up some barricades, light um, a big fire. Do the, do the, do they retreat when, once it's daybreak or what happens to them? Well, that... They don't seem to like the sun. It, it doesn't seem to harm them, but they do return to the church from what we've seen when uh, the sun comes up. Yeah. Maybe we can build a big fire in a ring around this, this building to at least keep them out of this place for tonight. Uh, she kind of nods slowly and then says, well, I don't know where we'd get enough wood to build a fire that big, but if you, if Glimmerkern is doing fine, as you said, perhaps we could get their aid. I reckon that would be possible. It'd yes. be good for everybody to collaborate and be in one spot. Because mm -hmm. Glimmerkern at this point doesn't really have they don't much have to defend really themselves with. Yeah. yeah. So you th if 
we think this is a good stronghold, we might want to bring their residents over yeah, here. Yeah, is this place big enough to host the population of Glimmercairn as well? Probably not both populations. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Well, um, listen, I, I'm not... I'm not harmed like Dane was over there. So what time is it? Uh, I'll, I'll admit I've lost track a bit of time while trapped in my cell. Early There's no windows in there. Yeah. Hmm. Then perhaps I'll track, trek across the valley over to Glimmercairn and speak with Talwin and see what I can arrange. Okay. I think we should bring these other, uh, you know, dwarves into these cells maybe for now, unless you think they're going to cooperate <laughs> immediately when they wake up. I'll gesture uh, back to the fighting that happened in that hall. <laughs> she yeah. kind of goes Rotor in and, for sure. and takes yeah. a look at the dwarves around, um, all wearing their wolf-like masks. Um, she sees the pile of sludge that was Zal and kind of like raises an eyebrow at that, unsure what it is. Um, well, each of these dwarves was, um, well, at least when Albrecht staged his usurping, they were the first to join his cause. So um, some some may turn to our side, but uh, perhaps it is best to, that we put them in the cells until we can figure out which those are. And we should probably take those masks. Yep. She kind of shrugs. I, I have a feeling they were linked to whatever it was they were doing with the fire in their hands. So you want to, you just kind of build up a pile of masks as you relocate all of these Can dwarves I keep into one? the cells. Yeah, sure. I'd like to keep one. Sure, sure, sure. I'm just going to have a lot of fun dragging a bunch of dwarves into a cell on a map that no one is looking at. I'm looking at it. I'm watching. Mm -hmm. Okay. Don't worry, um, audience members. You're not missing much, though. <laughs> you put all the dwarves in the cell, and um, Dane, in particular, seems to take great pleasure in... Uh, throwing them kind of uncourteously against the walls and things like that as he put, locks them in the cell. Um, Gilly comes over to the group of you and says, listen, um, I can probably reward the group of you for what you did here, but uh, in the meantime, I, I need to figure out what's the best plan for defending the town. So We'll, we'll um, help you in whatever way. Uh, whatever way you need. So you say the word and we'll be right here. Well, if you were able to stand up to Albrecht and his thugs, um, I imagine yes. you're stronger than, you know, anyone we have here with, uh, you know, within the clan. So um, I think the best thing for you to do for the moment would be to rest up, regain as much strength as you can before nightfall. Um, and I'll make any arrangements I can with Mayor Dazzleberry over in Glimmer Cairn and um, see what we can do to bolster the defenses of this place. Um, who, who in this town in uh, Rhymestrand knows the church best? If we could get some kind of lay of the church, some idea of where we we're going. The only person who ever really went within the church was Albrick. Um, you know, the rest of us have visited the graveyard outside the church, certainly for funerals and such, but um, Albrecht was the one who, as the undertaker, he knew the ins and outs of that place, but um, 
she kind of thinks for a second and then says, well, actually, if anyone were to know anything else, it might be Murdoch. As I mentioned, they were, he and Albrecht were friends when they were teenagers. Um, and I do recall uh, <laughs> when they were having their little rebellious days, they would sometimes go over to the church and spend hours there. So it's been a while, but Murdoch might have some information if you have specific questions. All right. Well, I, I think Ember looks at the rest of the group and says, I don't need as so much of a rest as the four of you. I can go and find Murdoch if the four of you would like to stay here and nap. We also <clears throat> might want to call for Torin too, and maybe have the tavern closed for the night if we need to have all the residents and all the you know local population protected. I can go and fetch him. Okay. The tavern might be a good place to uh, send people for sanctuary too. Was it ever um, a tavern? Oh no, I guess there's the Ring of Fire, so it wouldn't have been... Um... But even before the Ring of Fire, right? There was still... Yeah, the tavern never monsters. got attacked. Yeah. Hmm. So if we need to send people from Glimmercairn or whatever. So between the tavern and here, you could probably get most of the population of Glimmercairn and Rhymestrand. I uh, mean, if that's all right with you, Hakan, I'm, I, I don't mean yeah. to presume that... Absolutely. I was going to bring that up, that we should just use the tavern as a safe spot. But it's just a matter of doing. So, uh, yeah, let's, let's, I think that's yeah, a good should plan. We, should we go with the mayor then to go meet with Mayor Dazzleberry and, and bring some people back up to the tavern and then we can take a rest in the tavern or what's what's the plan are we doing a long rest are we doing a short rest are we doing a i'm asking the group not the um, i think we <laughs> could use some long rest yeah i think we most of us need a long rest right yeah mm -hmm. yeah. is the only one who's going to be pretty much fine after a short rest yeah yeah I'm, well i'm also going to be pretty much fine i was trying oh, okay. to be very um i was trying to preserve my spells because i was like we're gonna have a big fight tonight you guys don't blow everything in this yeah. one so well I'm, i don't have much but anyways if you want to go with them and if you're okay with the short rest maybe that would be a good thing a good way to uh, divide and conquer a little bit we could, we could also tell gilly to go talk to um people glimmer karen because she's already gilly, going gilly there yeah that was yeah, kind of her plan that was her yeah. plan we could okay. give her a letter yeah to deliver like, I oh. think if some of us are taking a long rest, probably all of us should take a long rest. I don't, I don't really like the idea uh, of splitting. Do we want party. to talk to Murdoch, Murdoch first, though? Well, I, I mean, I was, I was going to volunteer to that because literally all of my stuff comes back in my short rest. Yeah, I think Embers cannot take okay. one if that's all right. And then okay. I'm okay splitting the party for this. I think that if that gives us more options... Yeah, if she's just going to talk to Murdoch and the rest of yeah. us are staying here in Rhymestrand, I think that's fine. But like yeah. sending half the party. I was saying just you, if you wanted to go yeah. with Gillied, if you were okay with a short rest and wanted to help translate the information, that's just an option. But if you don't want to do that, yeah. that's fine. I Well, I don't. Yeah, that's a little far to be splitting the party. So. Okay. I mean, Gillied will probably go with um, Werben as well. So it won't just be like. Right, she's not going by her. Yeah, that's yeah. And you can but definitely can give the a church a wide berth if you go like around the Twin Towns Round, which is that road. So it's up to you. I will take a long rest if other people are taking a long rest because I will get more stuff back. Yeah, the more we have, the better, just, I think. 
yeah and i will just we can just send a letter okay so everyone but embers is going to take a long rest embers is going to take a short rest and then you're going to write a letter to send with gilead um the group of you can work on that letter um we can do, you can do that in between sessions but yeah that's what i was going to say is let's end this session with embers okay. speaking with murdoch for a bit Um, yeah, so where do, where do I find them? Um, as you go back out into town, you can see that pretty much when all of this started, um, all of the dwarves within the town somehow got notified that something was going down uh, and pretty much retreated into their houses. And they're only really just beginning to come back out. Um, but you find uh, Albrecht's house on sort of the... Let me go to my locations section. Uh, not characters, locations. Sorry, Murdoch's house, not Albrecht's house. Um, you find Murdoch's house uh, in sort of the southern half of the town, um, and it's identifiable by its outdoor blacksmithing area, which is, and it's kind of like this built-on add-on workshop. Um, however, you can see that the fires of the forge uh, are dim, uh, and Murdoch is just kind of... Um, standing in his door looking out at the town and he sees you coming and uh his eyebrows kind of go up a little bit but it's kind of a uh pleasantly surprised grin that he gives as he sees you coming this direction oh so you lived did you oh yeah none of us went down um five to fifteen was really not much of a fight for them a group of you are more impressive than I even I reckoned then. Well done. Um, I've seen Albrecht's powers firsthand, and they're, well, <laughs> they're impressive. They're less than what they used to be now that he's lost that wolf of his. Uh, yeah, his uh, eyebrows shoot up again. Oh, Zal is gone. Now that's mm -hmm. interesting. Um, can I help you? Um, I, I assume you came this way for something. Yeah, I um, was told you know the most about the church. I was wondering if you could kind of give us an inkling of uh, the layout inside. Oh, well, it's been a while since I was in there, but um, it's pretty simple layout. Um, I'm going to roll an insight check on that. Yeah. Well, for once, when I really needed to. Uh, a 17. It seems like he's being extremely forthright. Uh, he does like, like he scratches his head. So you can tell that he hasn't been there in a while. He's like having to recall, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. you know, memories from a past time. Um, but it seems like he's being forthright. Okay. I, I wondered a little bit if he was the one who had been spotted at the church. Uh, 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 well, those figures so. were gnome sized, not dwarf sized. That's true. I guess they are different size categories. <clears throat> um, well, uh, from what I recall, it's a pretty simple layout. There's um, uh, alcoves in the corners which have uh, pillars or statues of some kind. I, I can't really remember any of the details of them. Um, there's an altar at the front, um, several rows of stone caskets. Um, I, I never opened any of them. I don't know what is within, but um, that's about it. Uh, I can't imagine where all of these creatures must be coming from. Any any catacombs, any basements, anything like that? Um, he, you know, he thinks again, and then he kind of shakes his head. 
not to my knowledge, but um, Alberic was the one who spent the longest there. If, if any such secrets existed, he'd be the only one to know. Um, you know, we uh, we liked it there because no one else came. It felt like our secret spot, you know. Um, without the, the the church has a strange lack of indication of what it honors or you know who what might have been worshipped or venerated there and um most of the people of Glimmercairn and Rhymestrand find that a bit uh off-putting and so they don't visit and when we were teenagers that was you know it was an appealing point we could go there and have our have our privacy but um you know Albrick and I we drifted apart and and it's been a long time since I went within the church I've only been to the outside graves for funerals and you know visiting uh lost ancestors and, and things like that in recent years all right well thanks for your help of course um i'm sorry i couldn't be more useful uh but while you're here there there was uh before albrick came in there was one thing i was going to tell you um about the ceremony when albrick took over the mayorship um well, normally the clan, we um, all approach uh, the head of the table where the mayor is um, seated at the feast and we have to chisel our, you know, our personal rune into a tablet. Um, and so when Albrecht took his mayorship, we, we did that. Um, but he, he asked everyone something funny. He, he asked, what talents do you offer to me as mayor of this city? And um, everyone said something. Some of them were lesser, some were greater, but um, I've spoken with the, the baker since uh, you know she carved her rune and she hasn't been able to make her, her famous pumpkin bread since, um, since the ceremony. And you know, it's, it, the way she puts it is uh, her fingers just won't, she knows the recipe she she knows how to do it but she, she can't something stops her and is that why you're forged them i haven't been able to craft anything since the ceremony wood stone metal glass anything hmm. let's see if i can find that tablet well i might know where it was oh uh, which is what i was going to tell you uh, I don't know the significance of the thing, but um, before the ceremony, he asked me to craft him a uh, a metal safe. He asked for it to be uh, airtight, waterproof. Uh, and I thought it was a bit odd, but um, the night of the ceremony, I was um, enjoying a walk around the town, as I sometimes do. Um, and um, well, it was late, no one else was around, but I happened to see a figure. I, I think it was Albrecht, but it could be hard to tell. I only think it was Albrecht because Zal was with them, uh, carrying what I think might have been the safe. I don't know, it was dark, it was hard to see, but it was about the same size, um, straight into the rhyme lock, uh, the, the lake off the town. Um, and the figure didn't emerge for minutes. Can you show me where? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, and he takes you out of the house and kind of 
down a couple streets until you come to um, there's some docks that are like right on the edge of the lake um, and there's no like really impressive boats moored there they're all pretty like small dingy rowboats and things like that mm-hmm. um, but he points to um, a section of the beach there that pretty much just uh, the, basically the edge of the beach is pretty much iced over but then um, it quickly gives way to just sort of freezing looking water um, and he just points in that direction well he went straight into there waded right in and didn't come up for well it must have been five ten minutes uh, i i thought i'd just seen someone well <laughs> i was um needless to say i thought we might be preparing for another funeral but uh then the figure came back out so but um no no safe in hand that time well, I'm not going to have much luck going down there, but my friend might. He kind of nods. To be honest, I don't know what to make of it. Um, I'm, I'm good with my crafting, but beyond that, um, well, all of this magic and strange things that have been happening around this town are far beyond my understanding. Oh, mine too. I travel with people who know how to deal with this type of things, and they'll deal with it. Don't worry. He nods. Well, um, after what you did back at the stronghold, um, I suppose I have no reason to doubt that. Uh, well, do let me know if there's anything else that I can do um, without my, I don't know, being unable to craft anything. I'm not sure what I could do, but uh, I'm here if you have more questions. All right. Stay safe. He kind of nods and goes back into his home. Um, and then I think just uh, one last thing before we finish. I know we're kind of a little bit mm-hmm. over time, but uh, what is Hakan doing to rest? Uh, are we still in the stronghold? It's up to you. Where do you want to be? Uh, what role? Where is everyone else resting? I would assume somewhere in the stronghold. So it's... Um, unless the mayor told us of like some nice open like residencies or something, um, I would have been in the stronghold. Yeah. Well, to me, it seems weird to rest here because Albert could come back at any time. Oh, that's perfect. I would yeah. feel more want. comfortable. Okay. You could go up <laughs> to the it? tavern. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the, and we have like the prisoners as well. That we should probably watch. Well, they're all. Then we, if he comes around. back, then we can't long rest. So. Yeah, but then we get. Um, him. I mean, Werbin, Werbin can like pull out, uh, fur rugs and things like that. That can be used to, that that you guys can rest on, um, and it doesn't have to be like a sleep rest. You know, you can, spend eight hours just kind of like, eating and. You know, chatting with each other, and and you know, it doesn't have to be. That you fall asleep, so it's up to okay. you where you okay. want to be. You could take a quick nap or something. Yeah, yeah, I'll probably just sit next to the hearth and relax. Uh, hopefully, wait for Albrecht to come back. Yep. Yeah, so we can beat him up. Okay. So I, I'll probably be in the stronghold. Okay, so you're sitting in front of uh, the the big hearth in kind of the main room um, where there's that uh, bearskin rug on the ground. 
Um, and you feel Bardrin's presence kind of swell as you do before she usually begins speaking when you can tell she has something kind of on her mind. Sure. Um, and she just says, you know, it's been a long time since I got to sit in front of a dwarven hearth. Um, I can imagine. It's, it's, I mean, you've had quite the journey. I, uh, I, I really wish that this wasn't, <laughs> um, you know, the circumstances for my first time back in a dwarven stronghold in front of a dwarven hearth, but... Um, you know, Hakan, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you for how you're trying to help, you know, these strangers who came into your tavern and, um, you know, even the, um, this clan of dwarves who, I guess, a significant portion of them seem to have done you wrong. Um, yeah. I don't know, it's admirable. It would be easy enough to go back to your tavern and just uh, call it quits after everything that's happened. Absolutely. I mean, I couldn't have done it without you, Bardrin. Seriously. Oh, no, no, I, I've I need, I literally push. done nothing, so. Oh, <laughs> back at the, um, the tavern when you oh, first yeah. set out? Yeah, the first, the first time. That, that helped a lot. I didn't even know I could do that. I've never... I didn't. I had no idea you could do it. I guess we never tried, though, so. No, and, and you're the first owner I've ever had who um, I would have wanted to, you know, attempt something like that on. When I first, when I first crafted Trougrim, you know, all those, gosh, I've lost track of how many years it was, but centuries. Yeah. Uh, back then it was a, a, a gambit, a desperate ploy to, you know, save my clan from a being that had been terrorizing them and, and killing us. And I, I didn't think that I'd ever want to turn off my ability, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it really wasn't until, you know, you took hold of Traugrim that I was in kind of a dark place. And I, it's what I'm trying to say is that being with you and spending time with you like this has been soothing for me. And I really appreciate it. You're a good person. Anything for you. And then she just kind of, she goes quiet, but you can feel her presence kind of linger in your oh, yeah. um in your mind as uh, the two of you kind of sit by the hearth. Yeah, we'll just sit quietly. And that's where we'll end today's episode. So <laughs> thank you guys for playing. Uh, thank you to anyone who tuned in to watch. There was a lot of fighting. To be honest, I thought you guys might go unconscious, but clearly you're tougher he than I thought. He was so worried about so, it. You guys, you have no idea how worried I really he was. was. He was like, just um, to let you know, even if you lose, I'm not going to kill you. For just like, bring it on, bitch. I was, I was so scared because Zal is tough, but um, clearly you guys are much tougher than I thought. So anyways, we'll be back with more of this Monday, 7 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, and we'll see what happens now that uh, the town is rallying defenses against these uh, cold monsters. So see you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.